Oh. oh, hey, I didn't hear you come in. Hey, you guys. Uh, well, I'm Megan Beth Keister. And I'm Howard Mike Kramer. And this, this is, is Grift Horse. Horse. guys welcome to grip tours numero uno this is the first one this is the inaugural app i'm very excited to be here with megan and this is our new podcast mm -hmm. about the world of grifting and what a world it is what a world it is as wide as the day is long that's right and we don't think that there is a podcast exactly like this where we will be looking at the lighter side of scamming and mm -hmm. grifting We're it's not all about people losing their life savings to a flim flam man you know what I mean? And Howard has claimed to have done due diligence and found out that there are, in fact, no other comedic grifting podcasts. That's right. A quick search uh, shows that there aren't any. Well, there aren't any prominent ones. Let's put it that way. Okay. Well, you're talking to one one app uploaded 2014 kind of territory. Yeah, or? that kind of thing. Or it wasn't really comedic or mm -hmm. it was focused on like grifts from like those classic ones from the 1930s or whatever they are. Yawn, snooze, bring a book. That's not us. Yeah. We, we come to it from the world of comedians and you know so many stand up comedians. Too many. Have these kind of things that they do to, you know, get by or mm -hmm. to make or to avoid having a regular job while they're waiting for Viacom to, you know. Exactly. Do their thing. So we know so much about the world of that. And then speaking to you, of course, you've um, taken it to master levels in some ways, which I think it'll be a fascinating uh, thing to talk about as the weeks go by. Fuck 10,000. I've done at least 100,000 hours of this. I mean, if you consider the fact that I committed return fraud for 10 years as a job. You see what I'm saying here, gang? We've got a little bit of expertise. A little bit is putting it mildly, yeah. I've probably put in just as much time. Okay. I probably haven't made as much cash as you. Well, I mean, you know, probably not, but there's still time. Earth's only going to get canceled in, what, 30 years or something? You still have time. Exactly. We've got a lot of time to get something under the wire. Yeah. Uh, but we'll be exchanging tips. Of course, you know, uh, this is quasi-criminal, but nothing crazy. Well, it's we mostly do it against, well, I can't speak for you, but I mostly do it against corporations. There you go. And while the law wants you to think that a corporation is a person, you and me both know. That's not the case. This is why grifting is a victimless crime. That's right. When you do it, low stakes, like and we do it. We're declaring ourselves corporations, so there now we have no liability. Exactly. I just filed the paperwork yesterday. So that's what this will be, the fun side of flim flam, the lighter side of scams, and we're going to talk about grifting, and you may get some tips along the way. I'm not going to lie, gang. I exist, you know, To j I have all this knowledge. Yes. Why not spread it? There you go. It feels selfish to hoard it. Really? Yes. Just like it's selfish for corporations to hoard wealth while, you know, having their boot on our neck. Exactly That's right. That's pretty selfish. So, in a way, this is rob we're the Robin Hoods of information, I guess. I guess if you want to put it like that, you could. Uh, I don't see why not. And, of course, it won't be completely instructional. I mean, we're going to look at topical stories, scams in the news, mm -hmm. different scam opportunities that may present themselves. And, you know, we'll have comics on to share their stories that they have done. And uh, we'll all learn a little bit and laugh a little bit. And scams in the news. Howard, that sounds like true crime. And if I know anything about true crime and podcasts... They go together like chocolate and peanut butter. Kaboom. We want to remind you guys, or not remind you, this is the first uh, podcast ever. <laughs> well, 
We want to inform you. We want to inform you that you can ask your questions at grifthorsepod at gmail.com. So send your questions to griftorsepod, and we're going to be answering those questions. We would love to have dialogue Let's back and forth dialogue. with you yeah. guys. Do you, you have, you, are you trying to make a little money on the DL? Yes. You know, have you seen an opportunity that maybe you'd like to share with there other you listeners? You want to figure out a way to fuck Amazon. We're here. We're here. We're here for you. We're both active on eBay. We're both active mm-hmm. on many different sites. Craigslist, constantly. So even from the sense of, I mean, there's nothing illegal about selling stuff on eBay. There isn't. It's just that maybe people don't know how to do it exactly. They don't know how to do it right. So Absolutely. that'll be under the umbrella of this show, too. You know, just sort of circumventing reporting to a boss. It's all here on Grip Tours. You're talking to a couple power sellers right here. There you go. I've had my account since 1998. Are you serious? How about you, Howard? Um, well, mine had to be shortly after that. So I started selling Austin Stories DVDs on there. That's when that's my cottage industry on there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, we were canceled in 98. So it had to be soon after that. I had to get master tapes. That'll be right. one of my tales I tell. <laughs> I used to sell that uh, that Star Wars special. Right. On uh, eBay. Yeah. Bootleg DVDs of that? Okay, on DVD. It was pretty good. Because um, that was pretty originally profitable. put out um, as product. That would have probably been a VHS tape, right? It or was never officially released. So right. I was just selling a dub of a dub of a dub that had right. been put onto DVD-R. Okay, see, pirates like you would do that with my Austin stories. I think somebody would buy them and then just d- dub their own and start selling them. Mm-hmm. So that's part of it. I'm at Honor Among Thieves, right? I mean, you're supposed <laughs> to not do that stuff. <laughs> you got to take the power back. Bootleg right. your own shit. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess I kind of did do that. Right. Yeah. That is what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. But, you know, that's what we'll get into here is kind of the rules of this universe, the mm-hmm. rules of this world and what constitutes a grift and all that kind of stuff. I'm excited about it. Excited to be here with you, Megan. Thank you. Welcome to my living room. Thank you. I'm here in the lair of a master grifter. <laughs> I almost feel like if these walls could talk. If, I mean, I'm looking at something that I took from Borders right now. See, I'm wearing a Borders shirt right now. That's a Borders shirt? This is a shirt from the first Borders in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Yeah, Borders well, number one. Aren't you tempted to uh, sell that on the eBay? I will never part with this. Because be- it's part of my history that's right in fact if there's a megan beth keister museum of scamming mm-hmm. that's gonna be you know hanging up in a i don't loose think egg. i i don't think that because the statute of limitations has run out and also borders time ran out they went bankrupt rest in power right uh, is that can they after this podcast comes out can they blame that on you no, I feel like I had nothing to do with it. It was really, I mean, if you really want to get into it, it was poor business practices. They expanded too fast. They didn't really invest in real estate well. Okay. But that's beside the point. All right. So that's they, beside the point that I defrauded them. And it's, it's it wasn't stealing. It was fraud. Fraud okay. is a honorable crime. Okay. Of maybe, you know, about over 100K in 10 years. Which is so fantastic. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's a, it's a movie. I mean, I've heard the tales. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cinematic, it's visual, it's um, obsessive in a good way. It's one woman in a 2007 Ford Focus that her grandmother bought for her because she pitied her. Just driving around with inventory in the trunk, being her own boss, map questing yes. destinations. You know what? I, I love that you're billboarding the excitement of this. Mm-hmm. We got to 
parse that story out. Okay. Because to me, All it's right. an epic tale. It's inspirational. I don't want to just race through it. You can't race through 10 years in five minutes. That's a good point. Oh, so that is something you'll be getting installments of that as we go. And, of course, um, I guess they'd be able to put together so far that you had a thing going with Borders. And, and Barnes and Noble. And Barnes and, and Noble. Really, a, a lot of a lot of corporations. Okay. And this was the salad days. I'm talking right post 9/11. Right. Like just. Okay. So it's a wild west. It was the wild west. Yeah. Something to do with 9/11 or just around that time period? Well, America had sort of lost its innocence, but it had also not really learned its lesson. Gotcha. Exactly. There's yeah. a transition. There's a time to get in. Mm -hmm. And you know what? There's always something like that going on in the marketplace, and that's going to be part of the show, too. We're going to bring up stories, and we're going to give you an advanced angle, and we're going to say, this is how scammers may be looking at it. Can you share with us what's your idea? Where's the scam? Right. What would you do? Maybe you can teach me. I doubt it, but it would be <laughs> fun to try. I love that. How about that? Stump the master. <laughs> St stump the grifter. We could play that. So we're looking to have a lot of fun on this, and we think that you will, too. We hope so. You want to get into it? Want to get into our first installment? First installment. First segment. Let's do it. All right. Well, here we go. This is it. This is our first installment of Grift, Grift Gazette. Gazette. What's popping? What's going on in the news here, Howard? You told me you brought some stories to me. Megan, I brought you some stories. Today. I appreciate that because I am constantly offline. I like that, too. Now, is that, uh, is that part of a grift or is that part of a life hack or something? I mean, in a way, it's part of a grift because it saves me oodles on data. I don't have to, you know, suck T-Mobile's wang to right. get unlimited Gs because I don't need them. T-Mobile's wang, not necessary around here. I don't know why I said T-Mobile's wang. I instantly regretted it as I was saying it. I like it. It could be our first T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's your grift. Well, you got the T-shirt grift. That's right. I got this. You're always thinking of T-shirts. I'm, I'm active on Teespring, always throwing up new designs. Um, so it counts as a grift. But a lot of these are legal grifts. In fact, isn't that the uh, dream of every grifter is to go legit? Actually, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I have gone legit mostly. At this point. Yeah. I mean, circumstances so have forced me to do that. Right. But I but I think that's the ultimate adaptation of someone who's kind of outside the system or off the grid. The ultimate way to sustain is to go legit. Yep. No paper trail. We already discussed that. You don't want you don't need it. Don't want it. Don't want it. All right, Megan, I'm going to read you some stories out of the news. OK, um, let's see what this first one is. No Internet. Had a little bit of a setback. Howard didn't have access to my Wi-Fi. Don't worry. That will never be an issue again because now it's in. But my internet itself, a little bit of a grift. How much do you think I pay per month for internet, Howard Kramer? Well, knowing you now as I do, what I've learned about you, mm -hmm. I would say that number's low, but I don't want to guess too low because a great price would even be 50. Even if you paid as low as 50 bucks to me, that would be a great price. You think that's a great price? I think you're pulling my fucking, you think 50 is a great way. What do you pay? I don't know. We got to get into that. Actually, I got to bring some of my bills over here. I feel like it might be a combination of my internet with my cable. Okay. I feel like Wait, I'm you're still paying for cable. Howard. We got to talk. huh? Yeah, we got, this is something else we have to discuss. I got off a mic. blind spot in my scamness. <sighs> I pay $10 a month. For my internet. And, wow. DSL, which, you know, not the fastest thing in the world. When I'm watching 90 Day Fiance, it buffers a little bit. <laughs> but I got to say, I'm willing to wait. $10 a month. There's a program 
in in California at least. I don't know if it's all over the country, but for California listeners, if you're poor, uh, you can get subsidized internet very cheaply. Oh. In a future episode, I don't know the name of it off the top of my head. But, but in a future episode, I'll tell you. I'll that's tell you how you get it. it for ten bucks. Yeah. Wow. It's some kind of. It's like you know how they have like Lifeline for a phone. Yeah. It's like that for internet access. I like that. And if you prove that you're poor, I think all you got to do is just flash your EBT card. You get so many perks. With I mean, EBT, that thing by the is way. like a frig. That thing is like a, a, a American Express black card. <laughs> I would say actually, bet you know you can go to any museum in Los Angeles County, damn near, with Wait. an EBT card. Are you serious? Hell yeah! I Wait, went so to Mocha the other day. Wait, so you get food out of it? Yeah. Museums? Yeah. And free internet? Uh, Heavily discounted internet. Wow. And cheap as hell Amazon Prime. Wow. For people that aren't poor enough, they can't use that scam. Right. But for people that are struggling or to any stand-ups out there getting started, mm -hmm. these tips can make a difference. That's true. Okay, let's say you don't. Well, okay, here's if you are not poor enough to get the subsidized internet. Yeah. Then you can get, I just got a new, uh, I got through Visible. It's a new phone service. Yeah. You can get unlimited hotspot that you could use as internet, 40 bucks a month. Whoa. So for that. So your phone and your internet together, 40 bucks a month. It might buffer a little bit when we're watching well, 90 Day Fiance, but who cares? I love that the whole goal of this is to save time and not have to go to work so you could stay home and watch 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty compelling se Well this season Howard Not that you asked yeah. It's 90 day the other way Wait, what's So it's people leaving America To go to a foreign country To marry the foreigner On their own soil Oh okay And it's just both guys and girls going. Guys and girls Yeah nice little mix Nice little crew How much of that is a scam I mean how many of those people Are really moving move Doing that for love That's a scam in and of its I, In a way I was actually scammed If you think about it Right. You ma I married my husband so he could become an American citizen and not get deported. And, did and that didn't work out. But did you get anything in return as far as, but you're going to do this for me? No, absolutely not. In fact, I actually paid for him to become a legal American citizen because he couldn't work at the time. So, you know what I'm learning there? Even the master scammer can be Even scammed Even the grifter sometimes. can get grifted. Especially when they let their heart. When it comes to matters of, of the, the heart. heart. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, we'll tell you right now, even even at the levels we're at, who's Your phone's that? ringing. Oh, Howard. this is a scam right now. We got to do Okay, we well, let's this. do it live. Okay, this is a live scam call. Let's see what they want. Hello? Hi, this call is from Social Security Administration Office. My name is Officer Amanda Barnes, and the purpose of the call, we are trying to reach you to let you know that your Social Security number has been used for some kind of fraudulent activity. Oh, my God, oh fraud? Of Texas. Oh, in so Texas? in order, go ahead, get more information. To speak with Officer, press 1. Oh, I, I better stop. You, press one. Do you want to talk to the officer, or...? Well, I'm afraid the officer will just be a scamster that will have my number even more so. so mm, I don't okay. want to talk to him. Okay, all right. You should probably disconnect from that call from well, they, Monte. Did it come from Montebello? I got to tell you, I get more. I get calls from Montebello every day. I get calls from Montebello all the time. Yes. If you live over here, never pick up a call from Montebello. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Montebello the the scam headquarters I, I of think California? It's whenever I Google places where calls come from, yeah. they're always about 20 minutes outside of a major city where people could get 
cheap office space to have mm. one of those call centers or something like that. Okay. So Montebello's close to LA, I think, but it's like out in the sticks. Right. And then there's ones that come from San Francisco the same way. But how about that? Right here on our Virgin episode, our first maiden voyage. It's like we, the algorithm knew yeah. what we were doing. Yeah, that was real, gang. I mean, that to me is a sign that we're doing something real here. Exciting stuff. Are you ready for our first story from the Grift Gazette? Yeah, could you could you enlighten me, please, Aaron? All right, here we go. This takes us down to Brazil, South American scam. Okay, Brazil, great. Uh, That's actually featured on 90 Day the Other Way this week. Or, uh, what is it? What happened? Uh, someone's in Brazil, and they're marrying someone from America. I know a comic who brought a wife back from Brazil, and I met her, and I was like, God, she's beautiful. She's brand new in this country. She's going to get acclimated to America and want to go in some other direction. I would definitely run far away from a comic, yeah. Yeah, so I think that's what happened. I think that's what happened so many times. It's like, well, you're going to bring somebody over from the other country. Mm -hmm. They're initially grateful, but then they start looking around and going, oh, like, I, I'd rather be over mm -hmm. here. You work at rallies? You didn't tell me you worked <laughs> at rallies when I met you on Facebook. We got to get into some fast food scams. There are, oh, you know, here's a fast food scam. I don't yeah. know if you can still do it. Back in the day when I was in high school. So, you know, in and outs run by Christians, right? Right. And uh, Christians believe, well, some cr good Christians believe in you know, giving spirit and everything like that. Um, if you, uh, we would always go through the drive through at in and out me and my dirtbag friends. <laughs> then when you get to the counter, you do this, like, extended song and dance where it's like, wait, Doug, you don't have the, I thought you were paying this time. I don't mm. have any money. I don't have any money. And they'll just give you the food if you promise to come back and pay. Ah, uh, because they're... Because they're just going to throw it out anyway. Oh. So... They trust They trust you like Jesus would. would and then you go and you take the food and you eat it in a parking so, lot and you smoke cigarettes. I mean, them. someone could do that in this present day, couldn't they? I don't know if they've changed their policy because of people like me, you circa, again, immediately post 9-11. There you go. Violating their trust. But I don't know how good Christians they are. If they're really good Christians, they'd still be doing it. And when they give you the free food, they have to say, my pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Come again. You can't keep going back to the same end. You can't. Obviously, but they're, they're all over the place. Absolutely, yeah. There you go. All right, this is a crazy story. A promise to curtail drugs and crime helped Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro get elected last year. Mm -hmm. But now he was flying on one of his flights, and his head of security was caught because he was smuggling cheese okay. into the country. Okay. 37 blocks, he's allowed, he's, he said he had 37 blocks. He was actually carrying 86 pounds, but it wasn't cheese, Megan. What, what do you mean it wasn't cheese? It was cocaine. Oh, boy. He was working as a drug mule. Okay. You know what? I don't think this is a scam story. I read this story wrong. It kind of is a scam. I mean, it's what? It's like a smuggling story. The, but that's a scam is getting your way. Okay, so you get really deep into uh, an administration of any country's political party. True, true. And then you use your power as an opportunity to violate the law of that land. That's a scam, kind of. It is a, a scam. This show's not going to be about like just robbery or so or like drug smuggling. But hey, this is not this, that kind of true crime podcast. I'll tell you what. But, but I do like seeing how your mastermind goes. No, that's a scam. It, which it, it you is, you know, in a way. It's but it's too it's too long con. Right. 
We're kind. We're into the short cons. We're in the short con, and also kind of like the stuff that if you did get caught, you wouldn't imagine you'd be sitting in a penitentiary for twenty years. Mm, slap on the wrist. There you go. Yeah. Slap. Slap scams. <laughs> 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 Let me see if my grab bag of stories has a better one. Okay. How about this one? Yeah. Second, Florida City caves into hackers. Have you heard about this one? I haven't heard about anything going on in Florida recently. Okay. Well, here you go. There was a uh, city in Florida yeah. near Jacksonville where hackers took over and municipal employees couldn't get their payments or anything like that. And basically, they decided to pay the $500,000 ransom. It was just the quickest way to expedite <laughs> the whole problem. <laughs> where are the hackers from? I don't know where it says if they know where the hackers are from, but they said basically... The city will be out. The taxpayers will only be on the hook for ten grand, and the insurance will pay the we'll rest cover. of it. cover. Okay. The FBI says you shouldn't really pay hackers. Right. But it's the most efficient option they had. Well, okay. Uh, yeah, I can't really get that upset by it because I would assume you know there's over ten thousand people in this town. Yeah. So it's not like everybody's paying a dollar to these right. people. They're probably paying pennies. But what's to stop the hackers from just doing it again? Absolutely nothing. Nothing. Right. What a scam that is. I mean, some, like we're sitting here doing this podcast. Yeah. There's a couple guys sitting in a condo somewhere. They just got. Qatar? Is that what you call so. it? Qatar. Qatar could be in Qatar. There you go. That's also on 90 Day the Other Way this season. And they received 42 Bitcoins. They, they paid them <laughs> Bitcoins. Oh, really? They made them pay them in Bitcoins? Yeah. And they had to send them 42 Bitcoins around a half million dollars. That just goes in their account. Well, but Bitcoin is kind of shit in the bed recently. I don't know if you've seen that. I told you. Did you look into your Bitcoin you told after me, I told you about you it? You told me last week to look into it, and I did not. You did not. You should have. It was up to 11K. Mm -hmm. Now it's down to 10 again. Uh, I regret to so inform you. Now i got to sit around for like nine months to wait till it goes back up to 11. Yep. That's I, what I would recommend. When uh, Nerd Melt uh, was still in function, Nerd Melt Comedy Comic Store over there, mm -hmm. they had a Bitcoin machine. They were like one of the first places in L.A. to have a Bitcoin machine. So I bought $20 worth of Bitcoin. Yeah. At one point, it was up to 300 bucks. I, that was like a couple of years ago. What fraction of Bitcoin do you have? Do you have any idea? I don't know. It's like, yeah, it's like. Because we can calculate this on air if you need if you need me to. I know. All I know is my initial Investment was 20 bucks. I don't know what. Okay. But we, we could find that out on a different. Do you episode. want me to tell you what Bitcoin is up to right now? Because well, I can I do that. It's just a number to me right now because I don't know how much I own. Mm, good point. I'll take a I'll take a live update if I'll you got go, one. Let me, uh, let me check my app. What's going on with Bitcoin digital currency right now? Okay. Crypto. It's at $10,707.18 right now. Up 9.47% okay. today. 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 Um, are you trading that? Are you selling though, buying and selling? I don't do it. I don't do digital currency, but I am getting into stocks. Well, those are my Griff's Gazette stories. Great, loved it. Um, we'll <laughs> come up with better stories as the as the weeks go on. As time passes, I mean, in I'll, the Griftiverse. I'll tell you of a quick one, just but it's 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 really more of a happy story. Okay. There were porch pirates, you know, that they steal the Amazon mm -hmm. boxes off of the thing. Love that. So they get the thing home and they realize it's a, a special WWE replica belt for a sick, diseased child or a child with autism. Okay. 
How do they find this out, by the way? They opened it up. That's what so it says on the belt. Yeah, this is this like is for a child with autism. Yeah, and then well they realize, oh, God, what have we done? Have we done? And they, there was inscriptions on it and stuff. So they gave it back with a note that said, never in a million years would I have stolen from a sick five-year-old myself. And I am ashamed of what I did. And it was signed, two idiots. <laughs> <laughs> As you can tell from the grammar on that. There you go. So. Grifters with a heart of gold. Ah. They, they give it back when they realize that there is a young uh, victim. But it was what? It was It was from Amazon? I guess it was, uh, it was I don't know if it was from Amazon per se, but it was a package on the uh, okay. porch. Because if it was from Amazon, then it would have been mass produced. And then you could have just got Amazon to get you another one. Everybody wins. Everybody including wins. Including the pirates. Everybody except Jeff Bezos. He loses out. He's always winning. He's a winner. He's like Charlie Sheen in that way. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> well, win, but I'm winning. <laughs> winning over here. Tiger's blood, you know what I mean? <laughs> and he just had to pay out. Didn't he just get divorced and have to pay out billions? He had to give his ex-wife billions, and then she immediately pledged to give pretty much all of it to charity before she died. Wow. That's a grift as well. That is actually, I think that is a good grift. I think the way that w we can stop these selfish billionaires is just get women to start marrying them, mm. wait for them to cheat on them, and then, siphon, and off then the siphon off the billions of dollars and give it back to society. I like that. It was so interesting to look into these scams, <laughs> these grifts <laughs> in the news. In the news. And we'll be right back with Grift Mill. And we're back. I'm Howard Mike Kramer, and I'm here with Megan Barth Kouster. Kouster. And this is Grift, Grift Mill. Mill. We'll call it that because what we're going to do now is talk about openings, shifts in the landscape, okay. shifts that may lead to, to grifts. future grifts. Right. There, there's always something going on. Obviously, when uh, planes were invented, mm -hmm. that gave smugglers a new opportunity. <laughs> yes. Most people were not thinking, oh, planes are invented. I'll take cocaine from South America. You know what I mean? Uh -huh, uh -huh. Certain people were thinking of it. And of course, when Russia fell, it became the organized crime that took over all the industries and became the uh, oligarchs that we know and love today. Right. Uh, so it's people who are poised and thinking ahead. And so I have a master grifter here. I'm here in the lair of a master grifter. I thought, mm -hmm. why don't I run some stories by you and we'll try to figure out. Figure out an angle. There you go. How we can milk this. What's the scam? Okay, the first thing I want to talk to you about is a shift in the Amazon landscape. Love it. On board. Listening. Here we go. You can now pick up your Amazon orders at Rite Aid. Hundred stores across the country. Amazon is adding a new way to get your packages. Head over to Rite Aid. To and, Rite Aid. And they'll have your packages over there. Megan, I know buying stuff and returning stuff is a way that You can use scammers. Amazon as a rental service, really. And yes. I have. Go ahead. Well, you per so, okay, let me give you an example. All right, I have a 2003 Honda Civic parked outside with a hybrid battery that's gone dead, all right? And okay. if you don't know, now you know, 
it's impossible to get an aftermarket hybrid battery. They cost about $2,000, which is worth more than what the car's worth. So in order to operate the car, I have to plug it in to my house with a, yeah, I'm looking at it right now, battery charging apparatus that clamps to the 12-volt battery in the car to fill it up. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. You've Are you looking at the apparatus? You've got to rejuice the battery. With I got to rejuice thing. the battery after I drive it. I can't drive it deep valley. I can only go about midway in the valley, come back before it dies, and then plug it back into my house. But that means that I need a battery charging apparatus. Right. What I did, bought one on Amazon. Okay. Used it for most of the return window. <laughs> said it stopped working. Returned it. They give you your money back immediately. They'll give you your money back yesterday. This one that we're looking at right now, bought it at Walmart.com. Return window, we got a few more weeks on it. So how and then long it's going right back to where it came, and then I'll buy another one on Amazon. How long can you have it for? It depends. I mean, the return policies differ from place to place. Amazon, it's usually about a month. But if you think about how many products there are at Amazon, any need like that that you have, right. you could just keep cycling through these products in perpetuity. Do you know how many battery charging apparatuses they have on Amazon? Many, because I had to read all the user reviews to make sure I was getting the best one. So you just keep on going between ones that you like and just mm -hmm. keep on getting them. Yeah. This is something I want to pay tribute to you right now because we've talked about this as well. If you're not afraid to get your hands dirty, yeah. and a lot of times it's it's just with the logistics of shipping, mm -hmm. then you, you open up a whole new world of of like freebies you're saying oh yeah well the thing with returning stuff to amazon all you got to do box it back up take it to the ups store they'll process the return within an hour oh, so you, you have your money back to you immediately i don't even know how they know that you haven't just given them a box of rocks wow somehow they know and it's not like i've the product is still perfectly usable they probably sell it again i, I don't say, know what they even do i am taken aback right now about the amount of information you have because I was like, oh, we'll sit down. We'll come up with angles. Like, these are not just theories you have. No, these are working, functional grifts. Yeah, this is, we're, I mean. This is how I'm able to survive. I'm telling you, gang, if you wanted information, you came to the right place. <laughs> I was fascinated. I mean, I came to talk to you, and I was just like, I couldn't stop asking questions. And then what do you do? Then what do you do? Mm -hmm. So exciting stuff. So the firmest, the firmest angle we would have on something like that is... I mean, it seems kind of... But it's even less convenient. Though. Okay. I think the angle is just have it shipped to your house. Okay. And then you can, re you can honestly just have the post office pick it up from your front porch. You never have to leave your house if wow. you want. Why wow. go to Rite Aid? Why go to Rite Aid? So for that one, it's not a new opening that we can see so far. I can't see it, no. Because I don't set foot in Rite Aid. Right. Walgreens, right. CVS. Right. You they buy, screw you. You buy that stuff online. Uh, yeah. Or with the CVS, you can do some, you know, some extra extra bucks grifts. Okay. If you have the right intel, you know. If okay. you also bring other coupons, manufacturer coupons, you can get stuff. I got, I got some, uh, what do you call it? I got some laundry detergent the other day, 18 cents. Whoa. All told, considering extra bucks and now, a manufacturer coupon. A lot of people are going to say... I haven't bought laundry detergent in 10 years because they live in a you know place where they take the other person's laundry detergent. That, I mean, but see, but that's, see, that's cold. Then you're just stealing from your fellow man. True. If I'm taking from CVS, right. one loses. Faceless Corporation. There we go. I got gotcha. you. 
Also, pods is a tie-in because it's laundry and it's audio broadcasting. (laughs) (laughs) Here's another version of Amazon. Let's see if this creates an opening for our master grifter. I'm listening. Amazon Prime Day may eventually morph into Amazon Prime Month. It's a reasonable assumption. While last year's event ran for 36 hours, Mm -hmm. this year's is going to be 48 hours, July 15th. It starts midnight, July 15th. Okay. So how do do you turn it into a grift? Let me tell you. Okay. Amazon Prime Day, Amazon Prime Month, whatever it is. Yes. They're... A lot of times they're selling stuff at a loss because they're just trying to get you to the website to buy other shit. Okay. If you buy this incredibly discounted stuff, wait a little bit, then you can flip it on eBay. Because you've already purchased it for so much less than its actual retail value, you might theoretically be able to flip it. And because they have limited supplies of this stuff, it's not like everybody in America, for example, got uh, the new Roku for 20 bucks. Right. So there's still people wanting a Roku. Right. But yep. they might not know they want it till a month later yep. and then they can only get it on eBay. Mm-hmm. That's probably a razor thin profit margin to be clear, but it go. adds up. I mean, I sell bras on eBay. Okay. You know what I mean? You're talking razor, razor thin profit margins. I sold a sports cup for children on eBay the other Jesus, day. Jesus, wait a second. Razor thin. If the, if the margins are razor thin, why, why are you selling it? Cause it's a volume game. Okay. And my time is worthless. And so there's a lot of youngsters who are just getting their boobs who are looking for a deal. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm here for you. <laughs> I got new with tags, you know, Calvin Klein, DKNY. Wow. Brand name stuff. Wow. If any of the listeners want to buy this stuff, can you personalize it? Could you sign a child's bra for one of the <laughs> listeners? <laughs> I could. I could. Okay, so so there you go. Amazon, they're always trying something new. Mm-hmm. And uh, Porch Pirates learn to exploit them. We're not uh, condoning that kind of a thing. Mm-mm. But there's always a new wrinkle. Yeah. Mm, interesting stuff. You're fraud too- isn't theft. That's what I always say. Okay. Not a thief. Just a fraudster. Flim Flam, man. Flim Flam. It's a song and dance. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the Kardashians. One of the great scammers of the of the decade or of this of the century, if right? If you think about it, yeah. To parlay your father defending O.J. Simpson into a lifestyle brand? Yes. That takes some chutzpah. And also a, a leaked sex tape. There's a lot of scamming going on there. Absolutely. A whole or, lot of scamming going on. Or a on. lot of trading up or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Flipping. Mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian has trademarked the name Kimono for her new clothing brand. Right. People are saying you shouldn't do that. Kimonos have been part of the Japanese culture for centuries Mm -hmm. and that it looks nothing like a kimono either. The stuff that she's peddling under the name, you mean? Yes, hers is some kind of uh, undergarments. You would think that they sit around in that Kardashian compound almost the same way we are, but it's just it's bigger dollar stuff. They're conniving. Yeah. Yeah. So they're basically going, how can we, you know. You know what I mean? Like, one <laughs> of us just had a kid. Why don't we How trademark we the kid's name and sell the pictures? And Right, right. I think they're grift icons, really, if yeah. you think about it. Yeah, they kind of represent the ultimate in, I'm not going to have a job in mm-hmm. this day and age. I'm going to use the Internet to make money. Yeah. Who's done it to that scale? Nobody. Nobody's done it to that scale. Yeah. You got a lot of pretenders to the throne peddling the fit tea on the Instagram. Yeah. But... 
I mean, I even They're remember, the goats. like when Paris Hilton first got big, mm-hmm. I was astounded at just the scale of that, and the Kardashians make her look like, you know, nothing. Like a piss ant. Like a piss ant. Hilton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know we're going to get into some hotel stuff as the weeks go by. We can't do that Do you got some now. hotel stuff? You got some hotel stuff? Well, scans? I just, I mean, there's just, there's just... You know, I figure a place like that has just got to have so many angles. I used to work at TGI Fridays. I'm listening. And uh, Where? This was in Austin, Texas, uh-huh. the Arboretum. Okay. There was a guy who would come in every day and just eat every, all the food down to one bite. And when there was one bite left, he'd call over the waiter and go, I am not completely satisfied <laughs> with this meal. <laughs> and then, every day. Or, I'm sorry, I exaggerate, but he was there weekly. Frequently. All the time. And he would come in, and oh, I got that guy. And then you just go back to the manager, go, yeah, comp him out, give it to him, blah blah blah. So that was was that company policy that if someone's not completely delighted, by the way he would do it was like you could tell he was just going by letter of the law because he mm-hmm. would just say, "I was not completely satisfied R- with this meal." Like rote memory. Right. So yeah. it's like uh, obviously there's something in some bylaw. If you're not completely satisfied with the meal, mm-hmm. we will fund it, you know, without question. Why? Well, y- TGI Fridays, they used to, this is, holy shit, maybe about 10 years ago. I forgot all about this grift. They used to have a thing where they had like a rewards card mm-hmm. sort of thing. And every time you got, if you were new signing up for the rewards card, you got a free app. You go with someone appetizer else. Appetizer, kids. We're talking appetizers. We're talking apps. We're talking food. We're talking appetizers. You go, you know, you go with a pal. You use your rewards card to get the free app. And then they're like, you know what? This seems like a pretty, big, pretty good deal. Can I actually sign up for that too? While they're. They get a free app. You just keep bouncing back and ah, forth, back and forth, back and forth. Free ponging. apps in perpetuity. Wow. And there's nothing they can do about it. Absolutely not. Wow. TJ, I'm glad you did that because I uh, I had my troubles there. You didn't have a – it wasn't a pleasurable experience working for TJ Friday? Well, it might have been. I, I got to say it was right when I first started stand-up. Yeah. So I would take people's order, punch it into the computer, yeah. and then I would go into the employee restroom – and sit down in the stall, and I would write jokes on the back of TGI Friday's placemats. <laughs> I still have I still have a bunch of them in a box somewhere. Yeah, like this was where I first started writing jokes. So by the time you know you know how it is with joke writing, like if you get on a roll, like time could pass by pretty quick. Yeah, I would get back out onto the floor and just other waiters yelling at chaos. me and like y- you didn't bring your food out. This guy wanted this. It was chaos. <laughs> so. I think I was fun to work with, and I entertained everybody, but I think, like, it was probably more work for the other mm-hmm. waiters and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, that's why I brought up with the hotels, like, anytime you have, like, dealing with the public, and then it's like hotels have food, they also have rooms, they also have, there's just so many ways. Try and milk it. it. If you're ever inconvenienced in the slightest, get something out of it. I was at a hotel in Palm Springs not too long ago. Okay. Uh, they shut down the pool for, I believe it was two hours for a private event. I go to the front desk. I'm like, this is unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Then you get the resort fee comped. Whoa, very nice. But resort fees, that's a grift in and of itself. You shouldn't be charged that. Yeah, like what? that's like a fake tax. It's Yeah, it's bullshit. It's just, oh, we, we, we know you want it, the product, and we'll just throw in these fees at the end. You can, you've, I've fallen down the rabbit hole of people trying to fight resort fees. There's ways to get around them. Really? Yeah. You just got to be You got to persevere. Yeah. yeah. You got to be assertive. Right. You got to talk to all the managers. A lot of it is just deciding that you're going to go through everything they throw at you, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it is work in that sense. 
It is, wor- yeah, and it's also, it can be uncomfortable, mm-hmm. you know, to make yourself a pest. Right. But but what's worth more, your dignity or $30 a night? There you go, gang. This, we're talking hard cash here. <laughs> Cha-ching. This is the podcast that pays you to listen. <laughs> 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 All right, I had a good time with that. That was Grift Mill. And, and we'll, we'll be, be right, right back, back with Grifts, Grifts and, and Giggles. giggles. <laughs> <laughs> Griffs and Giggles. I got some more phone messages to play you. Mm-hmm. From Monrovia? Another Monrovia boy? Let's see. This one is actually... Well, this first one is from Coldwater, Kansas. Coldwater, Kansas. Uh, Not Coldwater Canyon. Uh, Coldwater, Kansas. Coldwater, Kansas, which okay. I'm sure is, uh, you know, just right outside Bolala, Kansas. Is, uh-huh. Uh, what's a big city in what's Kansas? What's a... Topeka. Kansas City. Topeka, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's hear... This is Stephanie. We're checking in now with Stephanie from Coldwater, Kansas. She has something important to let me know. Yes, this is Stephanie Lawrence. I'm calling in reference to your federal student loan. Um, I just need to discuss your repayment option. You would have the Sounds like a regular person. It does sound like a regular human being trying to talk to you. See, the Monrovia gal, yeah. that was complete AI. I yeah. can't suspend my disbelief that's a human being, but that sounded organic. That's what I'm saying. So to me, this is a new wrinkle. To where she just sounds like somebody who's already in my life. Mm-hmm. She Stephanie. Does, she does everything except say, "Hey Howard, what's going on?" I've n- I don't have I've never had any student loans. Lucky. But so that's what gave her away quickly. But if I was on medication, or if I was had mm-hmm. some kind of uh, I wasn't too swift in the noggin. Or if you had, to be clear, a federal student loan. Yes. Which many of us do. Right. I'm still. I'm. Pa- I've been paying off the same ten thousand dollars for ten thousand years. There you go. I'll tell you what. So to me, this these people are the opposite of us. These people are fleecing the common man. I don't like that, man. We're not, we're not talking about that. We're not talking about them. But uh, so It might be sexy. It might be fun on the news. Yes. You know, you, you might get an HBO doc out of it. Right. We're not talking about that, there you though. Go. They might get uh, somebody sexy to play you, scamming people, and it becomes a big... Uh, you might get uh, Jessica Rabbit to play... What was her name? Stephanie? Play you Stephanie, know. and then it's all fun and games for a movie, but there's people, there's real victims. Okay. Yeah. You got, I mean, ch- how much do you think they had to pay Stephanie to record that? Can't be much. Couldn't be much at all. Uh, maybe they don't know anybody who, who sounds <laughs> <laughs> Because they're robots. Because they're robots. So themselves. they don't know any humans. Right. Damn. I you never thought I, about it like that. I love that. this one because it accuses you of fraud. Right. Like they're the ones completely doing the fraud. But the onus scared. is on you to contact them yeah. because you are the one right. who is doing wrong. Yes. That's complete gaslighting, that one. That is absolutely gaslighting. Uh-huh. And a woman gaslighting me, too. You know, I don't, you know, I don't appreciate that. Not at all. Um, so we, I guess we've been through Kansas. We've been through Texas. Should mm-hmm. we head over to Baghdad, Kentucky real quick? Baghdad, Kentucky. I don't see why not. I have no idea whether this is a scam or not. I'm just guessing it is. Let's see what they have to say. I'm calling in reference. Gee, her name was Elizabeth Warren? I think it was Melissa. Uh, <laughs> 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 Wait, yeah, let's, can we fight, talk about burying the lead. Let's Wait put a, a pin minute. in that. Did she say her name was Elizabeth Warren? The conservatives are right. Elizabeth Warren <laughs> is scamming people. Warren? Alyssa Warren. Alyssa Warren. Might be her daughter. Uh, 
That's a good question. Hey, has anyone ever or anybody know anybody who's ever had to do something like this? I mean, this these these are not like Hollywood voiceover jobs. These it, are just like this could be maybe like a phone sex operator moonlighting, right? As a uh, someone reading copy for these grifters, I mm -hmm. don't know. I don't know, but it, it's pretty crazy to think about. There's always fraud going on left and right, and like a lot of times you're the intended victim of it. Right. It's funny, just in our world where we thought like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna blow the lid off on this. Really, we're like peons at the bottom of a big pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> Never thought about it like that, Howard. These are um, angles on the angles. Hey, well, we want to remind you guys, you can send your questions to grifthorsepod at gmail.com. We're going to answer all of your questions and get involved with you and <laughs> bring you into our criminal, quasi-criminal community. Mm -hmm. Sound off. Sound off, kings and queens. Well, I really enjoyed that, Megan. And, you know, I certainly didn't <laughs> not enjoy it. Oh, okay. You did I thought not I, enjoy I it. I did not enjoy it. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Excellent. I think we both maybe learned something today. I know I learned a lot from you. I, I learned you used to work at TGI Fridays. You never told me that, man. Oh, yeah, I did. I worked at TGI Fridays in Rockefeller Center. <laughs> <laughs> you served Lauren? Have you ever served Lauren? I did not serve Lauren, but I served, well, I didn't serve them, but the Black Crows were up there. The Black Crows were there? Black Crows were there. Really? There wasn't a super lot of famous people. I met Ace Freely from Kiss at, okay. in the service bar. Thank you for clarifying Ace Freely from Kiss, not Ace Freely, the certified public accountant. Oh, there you go. He screwed me last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was grips going on there, too, but that we'll get into. But I, I worked there, and then I moved to Austin, Texas. I worked at the one in the Arboretum. Oh, so you, so you, I guess, it, is that a lateral move, or is uh, that a... It was a legacy move, I guess. Okay. Um, they were impressed that I'd already worked at one. Right. But things happened there that would make for a whole other episode. Well. Not necessarily of scamming, but uh, just a uh, just a romantic uh, triangle that <laughs> developed <laughs> at TJI Fridays. I mean, love's kind of a scam if you think about it. It's your brain tricking you into, you know, catching feelings. That's right. It's, it's Yeah. It's your brain tricking you into some, something that you didn't think you needed. Yeah. And now it's saying you can't live without it. Yeah. I can't wait for our Valentine's Day love episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Here's how you trick someone into getting in love with you. <laughs> I really enjoyed this. We hope that you'll come back and enjoy it each week. And remember, over on Patreon is our extras episode, mm -hmm. Kiss My Griffs. We'll answer your questions and keep you up to date on our personal scams. So head over to patreon.com for those grip horse extras. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Megan. Thank you, Howard. Uh, thanks for, you know, thanks for getting us together. You brought your own Tascam. That's right. You brought a couple of mics. That's right. Yeah, I certainly couldn't afford this kind of stuff. I was considering renting it from Amazon, but. I'm just afraid of how am I going to get it out of here without you stealing it and selling <laughs> it on eBay. <laughs> no, it was a, a really good time. I look forward to coming back again next week, and we'll see you right here on, on Grift Horse. Horse. I wish I could neigh. Mm. Thank you.